Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 249. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan and we're going to continue our Modern Horizons 2 set review. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're going to continue our Modern Horizons 2 set review. Yes. Take a poo. In a few, Mountain Dew, F you? Ooh, nailed it. <laughs> Got it. Nailed it. And I, I heard it. I don't know if people hear it, but after I've heard it more than 249 times because of retakes, probably closer to 500, <laughs> I've heard the intro. I heard you force out the intro and just smash your way through somewhere where you almost screwed up. Yes. And you know exactly. I sure do. I absolutely do. Oh, man. You got to do it in one breath really fast. You got to do. You got to (laughs) do it. And we're going to talk about lots of cards. We've got some people to thank, some stories to tell, our opinions to give. But before we do any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. They're your source for all of your gaming needs. Very much so. And couple updates. Oh. I gave this update on the pre-show, but for anybody who watches the pre-show to guess the Fusion uh, Stinky Onion Pack giveaway pack, but takes a couple days to watch the show, remember half the mall that our post office is in that we send stuff for the show out from burnt down. Yeah. The post office didn't burn down, so if you're sending me cards to paint... Those didn't get burnt, <laughs> but the mall was closed and I couldn't get neither my collector's box that i'm trading dave wong we'll talk about that later off the show what my regular box that is going to contribute to the stinky onion pack or cco stickers none of those have shipped yet but you haven't been forgotten about because they're all going out today because we did receive word that the mall is open and check this out i i got i got i got uh for the for the youtubers There it is. There's the new CCO sticker. I can't lift my computer any higher because the mic was in the way, but uh, those are available. CommanderCookout.com slash store. Mm -hmm. Yeah, show your CCO color, show your pride colors, however you want to rep that sticker. It's uh, it's a good one. It is a good one. I I like it lots. I like colors. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it is very vibrant. Yeah, I like things that have lots of colors on them. They make me excited, and they're easy to see. Which I really like. Yeah. They paint those crosswalks that are the rainbow colors, and some people are like, ooh. I think we should have them all the time because, one, they're easy to see if you're walking. Like, where can I cross the street? Over there. And if you're driving a car, you can be like, oh, I wonder where people might be crossing the street. Oh, I think there might be a section coming up. I, I just think it makes good sense. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what? I, I've got something to say about that real quick, though. Real quick, I was talking about my uh, my collector. No, sorry. My Modern Horizons 2 regular box mm-hmm. from Fusion CCO Fusion 5 promo code, oh, yeah. 5% off my bo- my booster box, which was saved me like $400. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's expensive living down in America? You should try buying shit in Canada, in Canadian yeah. dollars. It's, sure. whew, I, I would not have bought much had I not pre-ordered my boxes before the set got spoiled. Yeah, very Holy much so. Holy shit. Very much so. And if you weren't as lucky as Brando to yeah. to make bank on your 87 collector boxes or, or however much you bought, you can <laughs> order singles from Fusion. The promo code works for those as well. If you're going to buy the cards anyways, mm-hmm. and a lot of the regular, regular printing, non-foil, non-showcase, non-old border, non-nothing, just regular-ass fetch lands, a bunch of them down like 25%, 20%, 30% cuts in price 
for the cheapest version of the card because of this set. Yeah, we're not a finance podcast. We're not going to talk a lot about the price. We're not happy about it. We don't like that it's high. But the set's good, and, and it's going to have an impact on the singles yes. that you want. So if the set's too too much for you, let chumps like us take the hit. You won't get the singles that you want. Very much so. And all we ask is that if you're going to do that anyways, you head over to FusionGamingOnline.com. Use the promo code. It lets them know that the partnership with CCO is a mother-ass good one. Which it fucking is. Yeah. Back to Rainbow Crosswalks really quick. Yeah. I very much... Um, like the rainbow crosswalk I, I don't know what what do we call it not movement but but uh it's pride month and yeah. i think that that should be celebrated and and, Shit, yeah. and and we should have the decorations in our city to support the the celebration i would like that if all of the the like the dotted lines on highways and roads and stuff were all rainbow all the time so it's like yeah. You know when you're driving down the highway, you're going like 100, 100 kilometers, that's 60 miles an hour, down the freeway or whatever, and the, mm -hmm. the white dotted lines? Yeah. Um, what if those were rainbow? Oh, that'd be cool. Hey, and and every, like, what is it? Every seventh one is yellow, every seventh one is red, orange, right? The, the colors of the rainbow, everybody knows what they are. Yeah. And as you're driving, like, it just kind of morphs. You know how the lines kind of blend together yeah, as you can, go fast? Like gradient or whatever? Yeah, they kind of just blend together because you're going so fast. Ooh. Yeah, I think that that's cool. There's places in Germany that have, um, you know, the rumble strips on the side of the highway. If you veer too far off the into the onto the shoulder, it starts to vibrate. It wakes for, you up, and it wakes you up. There's places in Germany that have rumble strips at certain like distances away from like each little strip thing. Oh, they play a song. So they play a song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So why can't we have rainbow road lines and crosswalks and? People actually petitioned the city here when they built the new bridge. There's a new bridge that we can see out the window over there. Yeah, sort of. Well, you can, and, I can. And they petitioned the city when you <laughs> drive onto it. They want. I forget what song it was. I think it was the Hockey Night in Canada theme or something. So like, dun, 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 when you went onto the bridge. Oh yeah, because the, the the lines on the yeah on the concrete because it's different concrete on the bridge. It's not asphalt, so yeah. they, they put lines on it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, it's Gordy Howe Bridge, right? Yeah, and he's a hockey player. They thought that would be cool. And I mean, I think it would be cool too. I think that'd be real neat. But they they didn't do it. I can't imagine the engineering and and cash monies that would be involved. Oh in yeah, no, you just you like just that. you just write a you just write a program or whatever that tells you how far to space lines that you cut with a saw. That's fine. Sure. Anyways, that uh, that's we're not construction cookout <laughs> podcast. Oh yeah, or um, <laughs> city city planning cookout podcast. The city starting with a C. Yes. Yeah. Kitty CP <laughs> CPCO. Yeah. We're not them. We're we not are them. Commander Cookout Magic the Gathering Commander Focus Podcast reviewing Modern Horizons 2. Couple little pieces of business before we start though. Hit them with it. Last week's stinky onion pack of sacks to crack. Sack of packs to crack, did I say it right? Winners. Yes. YouTube guest braids and ragavan. Oh shit. On YouTube, gingersnaps.xexe. I promise you that's not their real name. Probably is. And if it is, I hope they got paid some mad money from whoever invented gingersnaps.exe. Yeah, or or file type exe, because I'm sure that's a file type. Yeah, I think that's the... Or a three-letter abbreviation for a city like in Europe somewhere. That's executable. That's the one that you click on to make the program go. I don't know much about computers, but I know that one. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Wow, cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, and Ginger well... Snaps is a movie about a lady who's a werewolf. And sounds terrible. There's already. a guy who changed his name to Casino Palazzo for money. Neat. Those are all relevant to what we were just talking about. Okay. 
we got a couple patrons to thank. Let's do it. One of the benefits to becoming a patron of CCO Podcast over at patreon.com slash CCO Podcast. Mm -hmm. That's the URL, if you will. We're going to use the air quotes benefit. Benefit is the CCO nickname. And if you're thinking of becoming a patron, just like thinking about becoming a subscriber on YouTube. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Yes, support the show. It's a great way. You can set a monthly limit because it is per episode. And there was some confusion with a recent patron, but we talked about it. We sorted it out. You can set a monthly limit if you want to pledge whatever and then just cap it. You can cap it and it's fine. And we would very much appreciate it because eh, some of the shit that we're doing coming up and having planned and the the hosting and the storage, it gets eh, freaking expensive when you have, you know, probably close to 300 hours of yeah video and audio. And anyways, new patrons. Well, returning patron, Matt Flucher. He's back. He's Meat Flute. Meat Flute. I fucking love that guy. Meat Flute. I love that guy. Oh, one of the uh, classic. I Wait, no, hang on. That guy's fine. That guy sucks. He's a six out of ten. That's not even as good as a seven. I and know. everybody's at least a seven. Right? Except ah. Meat Flute. Meat Flute, F yeah. you, buddy. Yeah. There we go. What sound does a Meat Flute make when you... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Did it. This, this individual... Cannot wait for his nickname and wants a Brando Goblin. I think Goblin. Ooh. It, he want no. He said he wants a like a he's oh. a, a stupid Brando altar. So you got to make a really funny one for okay. him. That's another benefit to becoming a patron. Of course, is oh, the fun. Brando altars. We don't have any to show, but uh, start bringing them. I got like secret layer Brando at the house now. I got like oh, ten of them that are all ready to go. Secret layer Brando. <laughs> Very excellent. That's that's for the the topest of tier <laughs> patrons. This is Samuel. Hails from where? He where does he hail from? Yeah. Is, is that what you mean? Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure that he's from the land of the free. I don't Sam remember. Haynes. Sam Haynes. Like the jeans, though, not like the Sam Haynes. Well, that's not even dirty. Hmm. Hmm. Sam Paynes. Oh yeah, Sam fucking Payne. Because he likes that. Yes, he's no kink it. shaming in the nation. No, but. that's another benefit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can be yeah. one kinky ass mother. Yeah, you be you. Yeah, that's it. So Sam Payne. I like that actually. That's I actually one. do like that. I would it use it that. doesn't rhyme and it doesn't start with the same letter and it's not alliteration. But um, we got there though. We uh, we make we our own we rules. made it happen. Yeah, yeah, we can do whatever we want. Sam Mother Ass Payne. You change your name to that in the Discord because I like that one. And people would <laughs> think that it's actually your real name. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Just don't spell it pain. Like, no, you have to spell it pain because yeah. that's the point. Pain. P A I N. Like pain. Yeah. Because you like it. Okay. Can't convince me otherwise. Final one. And you're going to recognize the name, but it's not who you think it is. Okay. Final shout out in F U is to Callum, but not the Callum that you think it is. Not like Shileen and Callum, Brown Star. No. This is Callum from Mother Ass Australia. Oh, An shit. Another Australian in the nation. How does this keep happening? I don't know. I think Canadians and Australians are like, we're both part of the Commonwealth. We have a lot of the same kind of, the country is probably the same amount of years removed from like British colonization. And we're both like big countries. We're both islands. I made we're, that last one up. Yeah, you definitely, <laughs> we're not an island. We barely even have islands. We both like to drink. Our second language is screaming. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because the Australians are running away from all the animals because they all oh, want to kill yes, them. And yes. we're trying to outrun the fucking air so that we can get inside before we all freeze to death. I thought you were going to say geese. 
and that. Yes. I didn't want to bring them up because they're <laughs> Our second language is running away really fast. They're out the window right now, man. <laughs> True. True. Not a cloud in the sky today. It's a good day. Yeah, there are geese out there. It's though. a good ass day. So Callum from Australia needs a nickname. Shit, I forgot all about that. We talked about geese. Callum, Callum, Spider Scream? I don't know. I don't I, oh, I like that. Yeah. Spider Scream? Spider Scream. Callum, Spider Scream. It also sounds like a name that could be in the forthcoming Forgotten Realms magic set, which I am so oh, excited yeah. about. Oh, yeah, Callum, Spider Scream. He's got, like, spider tattoos on his eyes because he's yeah. killed spiders. And killing a spider in Australia is, like... It's an achievement. Yes. You get an experience point for that. <laughs> yes, very much so. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Killing so a spider in the Forgotten Realms down in the Underdark gets you fucking tortured to death, though. Oh, yeah? We're going to get to that later. Okay. We're, gonna get, we're going to talk all about that. I'm very excited. <laughs> Killing a spider in the Forgotten Realms and get you tortured down by uh, Sam Payne. <laughs> yeah. And he'd be into it. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we've got... I got my chair is... My chair. Ah, fuck it. I don't got the sinking chair today, which is good. Yeah. Modern Horizons 2. Last oh, week we Jesus. covered we covered the um, legendary creature. We did. We missed one, though. Oh, so yeah. do we want to do, yeah, you got to scroll all the way down to the planeswalker that can be your commandy because anywhere other than the battlefield, it's a creature. Which is cool. Yes. I like that they did that. I right? don't. I, I know that it's called Grist, but I don't remember the actual name. Grist the Hunger Tide is a three loyalty planeswalker for green, black, one. As long as it isn't on the battlefield, it's a 1-1 one, one insect creature in addition to its other types. It does plus one, create a 1-1 one, one black and green insect creature token, then mill a card. If it's an insect, you get a loyalty counter on Grist and you do it again until you do not reveal an insect card. Minus two, sack a creature. When you do, destroy a target creature or planeswalker. Minus five, each opponent loses life equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. Oh, so a couple things. Starts with three, minus five, ultimate so with a doubling season or a vornclex you can ultimate it immediately or a real good activation you could activate it twice yes 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 if you if you activate it immediately after like self milling or like morality shifting yourself yeah. you could just win the game yeah which is cool you go like morality shift reanimate vornclex cast my commander for three ultimate it i got 50 creatures in my graveyard because my graveyard is this big because i just morality shifted myself and you could win like yep. and that could happen well you got a morality shift that costs seven and then yeah. you cast your commander <laughs> so you need like 10 mana to do that but plus reanimate well, nah, because black has channel now uh oh yeah the the card the the creature from what's it called Suckhaven. Suckhaven. yeah yeah yep. And yeah. uh, and of course you could get your Cabal coffers in Modern Horizons two, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a yeah. few minutes. Do you like Grist? It's okay. I think I'm going to try to play her in a deck just because I really like the picture. Like the, oh the, yeah, just the I, regular picture. I, I like really think both it's cool. arts are. I think are cool. It's like this giant. It it's supposed to be, and I know you've got your own. Oh no, I know who it is. Take on the art mm -hmm. as you usually yeah, promised, do. Promised on the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a bug. But maybe it's one important bug, and there's a bunch of other bugs around it that are like helping it. There's not two. All, not all of the bugs are a planeswalker, are it, they? It could be two things. There's a. I think it was a Spider-Man villain back in the day called Swarm, and he was a swarm of bees. He wasn't yeah, like yeah, yeah. one guy, but he's just a swarm of bees. So I interpret Grist to be a horde of flesh-eating butterflies. And if you look at the card, if you want to know specifically which one Hrist is, if you're watching on YouTube, Joe, you got to get it up on the which, screen which now. Which you should be. The one that is Grist is the great big one in oh, between yeah. the mana cost 
and the creature name. Yeah, how they make the art pop out above the name line. Yeah. There's Grist right there, and all the little Grist minions, Grinions, if you will, are eating that person. Oh, I thought that my interpretation was this. I love the uh, the one that is flying away from everybody is like the commando. Yeah. <laughs> but my interpretation is that is a, a skeleton that's being held together and animated by all of those bugs. Sort of, and I know you don't like the movie, but sort of like how Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas is just like... A bunch of slugs in a bag. A bunch of bugs in a stinky onion pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. We should, it's the oogie boogie pack that we pull. What if we had enough booster packs in there that it just came alive? <sighs> terrifying. Yeah, that'd be the. No, I don't want that to happen ever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's grist. That's grist. Yeah, we, we insect insect tribal. You think? There's, it could, it there's, could happen. There's, there's like, bugs now, I think. There's like 10 good insects, and good is like stretching it, and then there's yeah. like maybe 40 more insects, like all of magic, you and could... a bunch of them are from Mirage. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of them are things like Chameleon Colossus. Oh, yeah, that's actually mm-hmm. a good one. Gilderbairn. Huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that a changeling? Yeah. I, I don't think it is. I think not Gilderbairn. Cairn Wanderer. That's the one. I'm there it is. Of. Yeah, that's a gooder. Okay. Well, that's Chris. That's the one that we missed. It's only sort of. And yes, it can be your commander, even though it's a planeswalker, because they actually changed a rule in commander for that, is uh, if it's outside of the game or the card is in your command zone, it is a creature. So when it's not on the battlefield, which includes before the game, right? that counts. The game will recognize that as being a creature. Neat. Yeah, so I think that that's a cool little rules interaction. I think that's... Uh, I'm glad that they did that, actually. I think that that's neat. I think that's cool design space that they can kind of plop a planeswalker into the command zone in a set like this without having to say, this can be your commander. I'll bet you we get a uh, Gideon that does this. He's the one that turns into a creature yeah. all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Although he's dead, so we'll get like... Dead Gideon. Zombie Gideon. Oh, I actually like that. Black, white, zombie Gideon? That'd be cool, actually. They call him Zidian? That doesn't sound as good. <laughs> Grist and Zidian, man. Why not? I'd like to see Grist and Zidian altars of us. <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be neat. <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> okay, where do you want to start? You just want to start with white and just give her? Are we going to go straight into the set, or are we going to give some thoughts on the set oh, first? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. We talked about a little bit of a, an a, a opinion piece at the start, yeah. so... I don't know. Maybe we'll just let the video run and we'll talk a few let, more minutes. Let me hit you with my overall thoughts on Modern Horizons. Again, we promised we weren't going to talk about price because our thoughts on price, especially mine, have been well documented, oft lamented by people who don't like people raging about how much magic costs. Yeah. I think apart from that, this is a really great set. Oh, yeah. I think that it's a set that gives lots of stuff to commander players, and I don't know about other Eternal formats, so I won't comment on that, but it looks like there's lots here. But specifically for our format, I think there's a ton of really great stuff. I think that once the pre-order prices calm down, I think we're going to see a lot of new things for a lot of new decks, yep. and a lot of pieces that people wanted but didn't want to shell out for. You're going to see like the air quotes, shitty version of those cards showing up. You can't afford an LED. Well, you can kind of get an LED now. Yeah. And and the regular non-foil, just regular yep. one mm-hmm. is going to be affordable. Precisely. And yeah. I think that specifically for the fetch lands, which everybody's so hard about, I think that with the... How, there's what, seven of them? Different ones? I have no there's idea. There's like regular, there's extended art, there's old border, there's different foils, uh, there's etched You foils. know what? I've got a note. I've got yeah. a note to talk about this yeah. in a sec. So it, it, that's that. But I think that that will help keep the 
cost of a game piece that everybody wants, yep. maybe not need, but want, down. And I think that in that way, the set will pay dividends in that way. And I'm excited to see what people do with the cards. So overall, I think this set is a win, apart from the price, which again, we're not going to get into. And I'm, I'm excited to open it, and I'm excited for people to go out and buy the singles that they want from it. Two things. Uh, I agree. Cool. That wasn't one of the things, but I agree. I'm excited. It's going to make singles of particular high dollar and chase cards affordable. It's got cool stuff in it. This sounds like a final thought of the day, which is kind of weird, but we're <laughs> going to front load all of our, our main takes. Yeah. Two things. When you say you're not excited about the price, and I know, yeah. and, and everybody listening knows your feelings on mm. premium products and the price tag that they mm -hmm. command based on sealed contents of those packs right. but when you say the price of it you're specifically talking about going and buying a booster box or going and buying a a pack a pack yeah and i feel as though if you want a scalding tarn just go buy one pack price like these packs let's say there was a random gold-plated black lotus <laughs> in like one out of every a thousand packs right like fuck packs would be worth a thousand dollars Sure. You gonna buy one? No. Are you gonna complain about it? No. Are are scalding tarns gonna be worth less money? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because people are gonna be cracking those black lotus fucking gold to get those, yeah. right? So scalding tarn goes down. And while I agree with everything you said, the price of the product, the sealed product that is Modern Horizons Two, is of no relevance to me, because. Well, I did buy some. I could I could feasibly say something like, I'm never going to buy a booster pack. Yeah. Right? But I'm still going to own a ton of Scalding Tarns, and I'm going to pay less than I would before yeah. if I wanted a Scalding Tarn. And I'm, are and we I'm talking not going to spend are we, any money. Are we talking about finance right no, now? No, no, no. I'm just saying. Because we could just not talk about finance and say, print the fucking card at home. We could just say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be done with it. Never buy a card. But there. Well, that 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 isn't interesting for anybody to listen to, though, and it's it's. But we said we weren't going to talk about the finances well, we're not, of the cards. We're not though. The and, value. And I don't want to. I don't want to argue on air because that doesn't make for a good podcast. I'm giving you what my opinion is. Okay. And I'm saying that, to me, the price of a sealed piece of magic paraphernalia doesn't matter because I'm not going to buy it ever. Mm. But people will, and that'll drive the price down of the cards that I want. Yeah. So, to me. To me, just to me, there's no relevance in talking any further about the price of sealed product. Deal. What's the other thing you had? I don't remember. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so we've got overall thoughts on the product. One more oh, thing. Oh, oh, I remembered it. Hit us with I, it. Because I, I had a show note. I well, had a show note. Well done. I've heard a lot of discord regarding... I don't know where to find this card. I don't know where to find this printing. I need a spreadsheet. It, does that matter? No. Do we give a, like... I don't think so. I'm a little concerned when you open a collector pack because you don't know what you're really going to get unless you read the itemized spreadsheet, yes. which is still quite confusing. Yes. But I think if I want this printing of this card in this finish, this is what I specifically want, where do I get it? The answer is your local game store or at a single shop market online. Yep. If you that and that's it. That's where do you go to get it because yeah. you don't know cuz who who knows where they are. Unless unless you have a PhD in statistics 
you don't know what card is in which pack. Yeah. And even if you do, even if you do, because there's going to be people, I actually do have a PhD in statistics. Yeah. Even if you do, the chances of getting that card, that printing, and what if it's a mythic? Oh, geez. Like, fuck, right? Yeah. Go go to your local game store or go to FusionGamingOnline.com and, just and just get it. <laughs> yeah, that, get it. That's the moral of the story. We just talked about why just getting it is going to be better for you in the long run. Yeah, so, that, was, that was the second thing is, is yeah. that. Yeah. Last thing I want to mention about the set, because we always talk about it, the showcase treatments on sets. We got a top five and five about it, about the ones that I love. Yep. We're never going to do a top five uh, and Specifically five. top, the, the ones that you do, the, the promo treatments that you love, not the yeah. uh, Modern Horizons 2 promo treatments that you love. Definitely not. Because Should we just get into those? I'm, I'm just, I just want to say my bit quick. Okay. And then we'll talk about some cards. Okay. I, personally, Brando, art critic Brando, fucking hate these. Well, we're, we're, we can get into it then because that's I, what you wanted to say. I hate them. I don't like how they look. I don't like the idea behind them. I don't like that they're not uniform in how they look. Mm. I don't like that they put like the directions to the art guy on the card. I don't like how some of them don't even have a goddamn picture on oh, them. Oh, yeah. What's what's the one that Road split to Ruin. Card? Road to Ruin. It, it just barely it, even has a picture. It has like a little pencil line on it. Like, <laughs> I know there are some people out there that appreciate that, the concept of it maybe, yep. but the fact that I'm going to open a premium booster pack, that's what I bought. $500 booster box and upwards of three cards in every single pack i open is going to be a piece of valueless shit unless it's an urza's saga and that pisses me off and it's mm -hmm. the one that has like oh look we're gonna put some commons in so you can have crap at the <laughs> thing two of them are going to be commons and uncommons they're going to be worthless they're going to be ugly and worthless and pointless so like, why are you putting basic lands in a booster pack like in a collector pack you fucking shouldn't because they're basic lands they cost money there are no money they're free Damn it, I just, I hate these. I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. I never want to see them again. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. What do you think about them, Ryan? What do I think about the... Because you had a take that I hadn't thought of, actually, about these. Yeah. Th them, and I agree with you, even though I still hate the cards. Yeah, okay. Well, and, and this is why we're friends, because yeah. we can agree and disagree. And still get along. I agree that I don't, this isn't my favorite showcase treatment. The sketch sure. cards, right? Yeah, the concept it. sketch cards, we'll call them, right? Them. I like them even less. They move farther down the list because this is such an expensive product to buy. Mm -hmm. If you buy sealed mm -hmm. product. And I don't think that these give as much oomph as Godzilla cards. Or if that's not your thing, then... Any showcase treatment that you do like, this doesn't give as much oomph as whatever that is. Or however much oomph it should have given to at least be on par with, I'm okay spending $500 for a booster box. How do you go from the Mythic Archive to this? Good question. Very good question. I think that these sketch showcases should have been in the Strixhaven showcase slot because there is an element of design, maybe an element of teaching, education, direction that could have tied into Strixhaven. And if you take the mythical archive cards and the Strixhaven showcase, I guess they didn't really do a showcase for Strixhaven. There was yeah. Mystical Archive and then the Japanese alternate arts. Which were also awesome. Put those in Modern Horizons. 
But when you load one set so full of stuff that so many people want so badly, you put a bunch of crap in to like even it out. You know, you're overselling <laughs> a product, you're over marketing a product, and then you get a huge spike in one product, and your secondary or or your your main product, Strixhaven, doesn't sell as well. So I understand from a from a marketing and from a logistical and from a business standpoint why it is the way that it is. Sure. But I don't like the sketch. Uh, showcase art where I think that they should have put them is in some kind of coffee table style design yeah. book. And I have a magic world building art book. It came with prints. They're hanging in studio CCO. Yeah. It's a fantastic read because it gives you insight into not only the world's of magic and their specific art design and creature type design, zombie, goblin, elf, etc. Yeah. But it also gives you backstory onto the world, how it was built, the art, the artists who do it, and that's what these cards do. And I do love that. This is just the wrong place to showcase. I want to learn about the art and the direction while I take a shit. Yes. Not while I'm opening shit. Yes. I'll I'll lend you the book. Cool. You'll very much like it because there is some really cool stuff that'll sit that'll make you go, oh wow, look at that. Neat. Look at the process behind this. This is like amazing. I wish that I was as talented as some of these people. It'll be like the day I learned how they make crayons. Yes. That yes. Was cool. And that was, that and was you can day. imagine you can imagine like taking Urza's saga from idea to concept to design to final print. If there was like a like a, a gif of that and you could see how the card is built, that's a cool thing. That'd be neat. You can't put that on a magic card though. No. And it doesn't in but our they tried. In our opinions, have. yeah, it shouldn't have happened in your $500 booster box. Yes. Okay, so we're in agreement there. We are. <laughs> Let's talk about some actual cards. Let's do some cards. Yeah. All right, we go alphabetically by color. That way, when we run out of time at the end, we can just skip right over green because it does everything. We were going to try hard not to do that this time, though. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll start with white. First card that we should talk about, Ryan, what do you think? Well, here's the thing. I would like to take some time, maybe in each color, maybe not, who cares, to talk about some cards that aren't mythic, that aren't showcase, that aren't borderless, that aren't the splashy 40, 80, $100 mythics, because there is stuff just planted in this set that's just good. There's some cool stuff. Just good. And I've got two right here that I'm going to bang bang because they both kind of do the same thing. This is Blacksmith's Skill and Blossoming Calm. So... The first one, Blacksmith Skill, white for an instant, target permanent gains hexproof and indestructible until end of turn. If it's an artifact, it gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. That is counter target spell that targets one of my things. Yeah. And if it's an artifact and it's my turn, I'm going to hit you with it. Artifact creature. Yes. Important. Yeah, yeah. If it's, yeah, and I'll hit you with it. It, The set gave white a little bit of an artifact sub-theme, which is kind of a direction we've seen them push Boros in the last yeah. few months, right? With with uh, Lorehaven? Lore? Oh, I, Lore? You're Boros, right? Boros. Boros. <laughs> sure. Blossoming Calm is the other one. White for an instant. I gain Hexproof until my next turn, gain two life, and Mother Ass has Rebound. That's, that's really good. That's counter-target spell that, counter, that targets me, and you can't do anything to me next turn. And they can't do anything... It counters their spells for like a 
round of the table. You yeah. can't comet storm me for a whole round of the table. Yeah, it, it's not counter spell at that point because they yeah. know that they can't target you and they'll just target somebody else. Yeah, they, you but can't snake them anymore. Those but. two cards are gotchas in white, like something like Veil of Summer is. I know that this doesn't draw you a card, but rebound is kind of like if you're going to play this for the first time that's a deck building cost aka a card yeah rebound is at least worth a card because you don't have to spend mana on it the it's at least time. worth considering and that's going to look effing cool in foil that's a good ass looking going to be that's good gonna, foil yeah that's going to sure. be a pretty card what do you want to do what do you want to talk about let's hit it real quick esper sentinel yep i think nobody's sleeping on this card everybody knows about it yep. it's shitty heuristic study in white it comes out on turn one that's cool Yes, I think, and you know what, I think foils of this are going to look cool because he's yeah. got all, he's all muscly and he's got all those metal things on his body. Is kind, he? Kind of looks like, kind of looks like T, T-1000. <laughs> kind of, yet. Yeah. Ryan Alter, every Thursday on our <laughs> Facebook page. Just T-1000 poking his pokey hands through the elevator. Yeah. Yeah, that, when that he's, was a when, scary scene, when he's man. chasing the car and he's got those weird hook hands. Oh, the hook Ooh. hands so you can grab on, man. Oh, fuck, I was oh. so scared. Joel, yeah, T-1000 was scary. Oh, I was so scared. And then years and years and years later when I was like a like a teenager, I'm watching like the later seasons of X-Files, and I was like, Agent Doggett is T-1000. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> man, just deep cuts for all of the... Terminator and X-Files fans out there? Yes. No. Oh, Anyways. What, what about Out of Time? Out of Time. I like Out of Time. It's is, that en- a, is that a en- blue card? Enchantment for white, white one. When it comes oh, into play, untap all creatures and phase them out until Out of Time leaves the battlefield. And it has vanishing, and the, the vanishing X would be the number of creatures removed. So if you remove 10 creatures with it, it has vanishing 10. Neat. So it kind of O-rings everything for a little while. I like that card. I think that that card is cool. I think that's another one that are, that people are like, hey, we know about this card. Yeah. Right? And it's but, like, you could do, do you do all your own guys? Untap all creatures. All creatures. Okay. Yeah. The the card with the wrists that we were talking about that I really like the art on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glorious Enforcer. That's the, it's an angel, five, five for seven, flying life link at the beginning of combat. If you have more life than an opponent, it gains double strike. It's fine. It's it's just a card. It's an uncommon. Yeah. I just love the pose. I love the vertical wings. I just like the art. Neat. One last white card. I got Nykthos Paragon, four, six, enchantment, creature, human, soldier. But fucking six, really? Come on. <laughs> whenever you gain life, whenever you gain life, that's instances of life gain. Yep. Put that many counters on each creature you control. You know where this is going? You can only do it once per turn, but you just gain one life once per turn. Yeah. Where's and, it going? And it's May, so you don't have to do it on that one. You can wait until you gain your five oh, yeah. or whatever. And Oh, yeah, the good call. This is going directly into my Celestia plus one, plus one counters on the Herd Bailoth deck. Oh, this is going to be a turd bailer? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, man. I'm going to bail so many turds going. with this guy. Yeah, Look, you're playing CCO preview card. You're playing white. Yeah, you're I'm, playing plus one counters. I am ready to go. Fuck, you are a magic normie, <laughs> I, right? I'm, my my street cred is gone, but I'm gonna gain it back right now because Brando's favorite art from the set. Oh yeah, I know I'm, I know which one it is. Is Scour the Desert? Give it a read. Is it a good card? I don't think so. It's a white white three for sorcery exile target creature card from your graveyard. Create X one one white burbs with flying, where X is the exiled creature's toughness. Ah, that's I just five. love that picture. I, I love think that. you know what I would love to see this done in like a no, very non-traditional medium you get a piece of like flat 
gray slate and you just cut it real smooth with like one of those giant yeah. fucking rock cutting saws and then you like get a laser cutter to cut out like birds from a piece of driftwood that you've sawed with the same saw yeah and then you'd like just glue a skull to it that is a cool piece of art that i would hang like behind a bar yeah. or like under my deck where my patio is you know where we sit yeah. and drink yeah fuck that's a cool piece that's like a that. cool that's a cool piece of art onto blue onto blue because like are we going to talk about the the fucking incarnations that evoke exile a thing we just cover them at the end yeah Fuck i think them. most people know those two uh inevitable betrayal i want to point that one out real quick it might be one everybody knows but it's a like a steal something out of your opponent's library and get it yeah for, I, I like that card yeah and you know what that's 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 sort of one that you don't mind suspending for three turns yeah because it's just like i'm gonna get it and nobody knows who I'm going to target or what in their deck I'm going to get versus the like the demonic tutor equivalent that you tutor your own deck. Yeah. At a point in time when people are familiar with decks in their meta or your particular deck, they know you're going to get a like a combo piece or right. there's 58 creatures on the board. They know you're going to get a Wrath of God. Yeah. This one, you might just get uh whatever, whatever. Yeah, if you can get just something cool. And, and hey, uh, throw forward this is Tuesday that you might be listening to this show. Yep. Check out CCO's top five in five this Friday. Oh yeah. To see if if this card um, yeah, shows up there. Maybe we talk about it a little bit there. Who knows? Yeah. Who could say? What else do you like in blue? I scoured blue very closely to see if there's like anything that enters a battlefield and gives you two treasures that doesn't have two blue pips in its mana cost. Same Ooh. with green because those cards in Animar act as rituals, but there was none. There wasn't any? Fuck. I think Thought Monitor is the closest we get to that. Give it a read. Thought Monitor is a 2-2 for 7, one of which is blue. Affinity for Art of... What a surprise. And a card with Affinity on it is fucking crazy. It has flying. When it enters the battlefield, you draw two cards. Draw two cards. This could be Maul Drifter that you don't have to evoke. For one mana. For one mana. Yeah. I play fucking Maul Drifter for one mana all the time, though, so that I might not play that. <laughs> Shout out to Parcelmere, just because his creature type is Clue. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my... This is my my junk rare of the set. Yeah. And I like to ask Ryan about these, because sometimes I see a card and I just fucking hate it. Yeah. And... Well, it's pretty often, actually. <laughs> yeah, but this is the one. This is the one where I'm like, I open this in my, my high dollar pack, yep. and I just feel bad. And it's Suspend. Oh. Here's my thought on why I don't like Suspend. <laughs> it does exactly what you think. Yes. It <laughs> exiles a creature and suspends it for what? Two turns. Sure. So you've used a card to exile a creature for two turns. Yep. One, it's a rare. Two, they've already done this at Uncommon with a counter spell. It's called Delay. And this would be a really good standard card, but it's a shitty modern card because they already have Pongify and Rapid Hybridization. Well, those both don't of, see play in modern. Both of which are uncommon. This probably won't see play in modern either. Do you this think? is actually going to see play in legacy people are talking about. Legacy's faster than modern and and commander for the most part. I don't think this is a CDH card. And it's a piece of removal at rare. I'm not sure I like just basic removal at rare. Versus what rarity? Like well, uncommon? Versus uncommon. Huh? You know what I mean? Like back in the day, remember, I think... I forget if it was you or if it was Evan where I got into a discussion slash argument about how Dreadbore was a rare. It's like, why the fuck is Dreadbore a rare? It kills a planeswalker or a creature at sorcery speed. Why yeah. is that a fucking rare? Like, this doesn't kill a creature all the way at rare. And this, I don't like it. This serves a different function in that it'll get a creature out of the way, a la removal, right? Yeah. 
if you're trying to punch in for a win, like you might be in a Delver deck in Legacy, for example, sure. or if if your opponent lands a Grizzlebrand, they'll, yeah. they'll activate and they'll draw their seven or their fourteen or whatever, but this will get it out of the way so they can't also hit you and gain life back, oh, yeah. right? In a Delver deck, that's sure. that's the Legacy implications. Sure. Also, this could save your own creature, and while I think that 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 line might be taken a little bit less often wherever this card sees play. Imagine this, and I'm going to paint a little bit of a, a narrow situation, but imagine this. It's my Orvar deck. It does have an extra turn spell in it. Okay. I go to take an extra... I hit you for 10, let's say. Extra turn. Kill your guy. Th my 10-10, right? Oh, suspend. I'll suspend him, right? So now he he's not dead, he's suspended. I'll take my extra turn, remove a suspend counter. Archaeomancer, get my extra turn spell back. Extra turn, my guy comes back in, kill you. Sure. Right, like, I know it's a narrow thing, yeah. but th the it gives you flexibility, and most importantly, if you're trying to punch through for extra damage, it doesn't give them a 4-4, four, four, or a 3-3 three, three frog lizard, or, sure. or a manifested guy that they could flip over, right? Right. So it, it falls into the same category of the cards you already mentioned, but it does a little bit of a different thing. Is it a rare? Because... <sighs> Yes, I agree with everything you said. I've internalized it, and I think you're right. Okay. I still don't think it should be a rare. You think it should be an uncommon? I think it should be an uncommon. Fuck it, put it at Mythic. <laughs> kidding, no. Come on, uh, this isn't Cabal Coffers. Yeah, mother ass. <laughs> Man, drink 10 if you open that. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know I, I, think rare or, I think rare or uncommon would feel okay. It does something unique it it adds an ability to something there's probably a reason that it's at rare because they're adding an ability to a card that needs like reminder text f because it's an ability that wasn't introduced in this set sure there's probably like parameters that they have in design that say we need to put this ability at rare we have to have a bulk rare in this set yeah or <laughs> i don't know if this will be bulk maybe it will be Foils won't be if it's he's playing Legacy. True. Uh, or if it's adopted into Commander like Rappert Hybrizite, rap, rap, that card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's fine. Sure. It's just like everything else, it's fine. Everything's fine. Fuck them. All right, let's keep going. We're into black already. Black, yeah. What about what's what's about you like uh, Archon of Cruelty for a reanimator card? 6-6 six, six for 8. Ooh, it's an Archon. <laughs> uh, enters <laughs> flying, enters a battlefield, or attacks. Cool. Or it attacks, which I, I know that you like that. Target opponent sacrifices a creature planeswalker, discards a card, loses three life. We get this creature, draw a card, and gain three life. It's like a little mini cruel ultimatum. You, you know what else it does? It makes them discard a card, sacrifice something. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah, you know exactly. You know where this is going. Turgy directly into shields down Turgrid, baby. Oh, so you do like this? Yep, one. I do. Okay, I cool. will play. I will play that card. Cool. I, I hit. I hit on one. You what about? Did. Hey, what about break the ice? I like break the ice. This is. Uh, I do. This is one you got to be careful with, because it's destroy target land that is snow. That's fine. Yep. Or, could produce colorless. Not generic, but colorless. Colorless. Is like a like a waste. 
Yes. Or oh, no, it destroys my monocolorless deck. I can't play EDH anymore. You've ruined the format. Ban it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could just have a soundbite of that and play that exact soundbite when we get to Void Mirror. Yes. <laughs> but this one also overloads. Yeah. It overloads and you replace target with each so yeah. you get each land that is snow or could produce colorless and what you have to be careful of is this is not like cyclonic rift that if you overload it it still only gets your opponent shit yeah no this will destroy your lands and people will forget about that yes they 100%. will 100 percent mm -hmm. uh hey um you gotta you gotta land there oh what's that other one? Oh, you got four land there yeah they're all in the garbage now <laughs> <laughs> i like break the ice a lot that's a card that i will play in, in a couple of decks. I really like it. Okay. Let's talk about one more card that everybody knows about. Sure. W what mother ass card is that? Is it Duthi Voidwalker? No. Oh. <laughs> no, but no, but we can talk about that. It's going to be damn. 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 I yeah. wish I could do the Ron Simmons damn. And, and everybody everybody does the damn, damn, damn. We can swear on a podcast. Damn, damn, damn. Well, don't we have something to fucking tell you? Yeah, man. <laughs> I want to know when they produce the card. Fuck. Like, what's that going to be? Destroy target creature, sorcery, black, black. Can't be regenerated. Overload, white, white, two. So, Wrath of God. Yeah. If you overload it. Yeah. Is this in your Orzhov deck or your Orzhov inclusive decks? Is this better than Wrath of God? I think it is. I think it is, too. It's got a, it's got a cooler picture. That's a good-ass picture. And... Kind of reminiscent of the old pictures, hey? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just... It's cooler because that dude's, like, getting incinerated by the sun. That's awesome. And it's it's got options. Sometimes you just need to kill that thing. Sometimes you don't want to kill everything. You just want to kill that one fucking guy. That's a and this good gets card. Yeah. Do, you, do you think it's, like... Do you think it's better than Toxic Deluge? No. No? No, I think Toxic Deluge is a... I don't want to say it's underrated... No, but, it's not but, underrated. Everybody loves that card. It's in my top two or three sweepers. Oh yeah. Period. Like I, the, I think Toxic Deluge is is so good. The majority of the internet, I think, would would agree. Yeah. What, what's it, your top three then? D D Deluge, uh, Rift, Rift's Tox got to be on there. No, nah, I don't like talk. I don't. These are cards that I like to play. Oh, personal Brando. Personal ones. Brando. This is a part of we're, we're leaning into the opinion <laughs> side of the opinion piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like uh, I like Toxic Deluge. I like. Blasphemous Act because it's red. That's a good one, and it costs one. And it costs one mostly. And I like this is I like Massacre Worm. Massacre Worm, that's a gooder. That's a creature. And make it, them lose a bunch of life. And it can be a win condition. Yeah. Okay. So those are my those are the three that I'll just jam whenever I can. I think Dam's got to be in top five, man. I think if I think if, it can be. Yeah. if it's if it's at least as good, if not a little bit better than Wrath of God because it gives you versatility in Orzov decks, mind you, but that's fine. Right. I think it's got to be in top. Oh, for sure. Top seven at least. Top Definitely. five, maybe. Definitely. Oh, that's a good ass Abs card. Absolutely, it is. Okay, back to the jank shit that nobody gives a crap about except you and me. <laughs> Magus of the Bridge, rad art, hey. Oh man, this is one of those cards that when I looked at, it, I'm like, oh my god, why did you make a Magus of that? And why does it look so cool? I know it's like it's, you've hit it so hard, but you kind of missed too. Yeah, like if, <laughs> if I opened one, if I opened one of these, and I probably will. I will definitely keep it because I love that picture. Yep. That art is incredible. Will I ever play this card ever? No. You know what? You know what this this picture Imagine if this if you will, a space out of space and time. Well, how did it go? Whatever. It didn't matter. Imagine if you will, this card in a dynamic format like video where 
those zombies are fast moving zombies, first Ugh, of all. Gross. Yeah. And they're crawling and as that wizard is walking and stepping, they're crawling and forming a bridge under his feet. Oh, that's neat. Don't just think that this is a precipice or an edge that he's walking up to because this is a bridge and it is supposed to be moving. And imagine what that looks like in your head. That'd be cool. Ah, it is. That is a... I think that's this guy's first card he's ever done in Magic too. Uh, what's his name? Brian Sola? Good on you, Brian Sola. I like him. Back to the jank shit. S yeah. Sinister Starfish. <laughs> right there. The Sinister Starfish gets a flavor fail from your boy Brando because <laughs> he did not have a little knife or a little weapon of some kind. If he's going to be sinister, make him <laughs> sinister. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Raph Garcia gave you an altar on, on the Discord, yeah, though, Big thanks to Raph Garcia for actually putting a little knife in that guy's hand. Yeah, very much so. I'm going to hit you with another fail real quick. Okay. Because I hate when cycles aren't, what's the word? Cohesive? Cohesive, yeah. Profane U uniform. Tutor, Profane Tutor doesn't have a little oval on it. And all the other cards of its ilk, they all have a little oval. Yeah. And there's no oval in Profane Tutor, and I, I want there to be. That's because it's a whole Richard Kane Ferguson thing, It's right? the whole yeah. thing, I get it. But can Richard Kane Ferguson not draw a fucking oval? Maybe I bet he, you he can. He's very talented. Maybe he only has circular stencils, not ovicular ones. I don't know if that's a word. I don't know if that's a word either. And if that's the reason, cool. But I, I wish that they had to put an oval on it. Hey, you ever play Tragic Slip in Commandy? Yeah. What about Tragic Fall? <laughs> Tragic Fall. There's a common removal spell. Minus 13, minus 13 if a creature died this turn. That's it, fine, eh? Shitty Tragic Slip? That's <laughs> what that is. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It kind of is. It is. <laughs> Well, if you if you wanna if you if you wanna make like a, a Shakespeare themed deck and Ooh. you want a tragedy, oh, nice. you play your tragics your tragic removal package. <laughs> Let's move to red. Tragic tribal. <laughs> Speaking of tragic tribal. Tragic tribal or, or Shakespeare tribal. What about faithless salvaging just for the flavor text? All that's left are broken beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So they they ban Faithless Looting and then print shitty Faithless Looting. Yes, yes. Yeah. Discard a card, then draw a card. Instant. Instant okay, this time for sure. red one. I think that's okay. Rebound. Rebound, man. Okay. I, I, oh, man. I wish it just cost red. I'd play it in Zada. <laughs> Regardless. Which, which one, what do you want in what I, red? Lots of red cards I like. Is one of them Flame Blitz? One of them is, is actually not Flame Blitz. Oh, that's your Planeswalker buddy that looks like uh, uh, our friend Ben. Yeah. <laughs> that's our, <laughs> just our unknown Planeswalker. Getting destroyed. I like Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss, give her a read. Chef's Kiss is an instant for Red Red 1. Gain control of target spell that targets only a single permanent or player. Copy that and reselect targets at random for the spell and the copy. The new targets can't be you or a permanent you control. It's like a strange wild ricochet. Yes, I, I like cards like that. I like the chaos red counter spells. I think that they're cool, and I like this one. Uh, you know what? I like that take. I like I like it as a red counter spell, and it, it just won't get me. I don't give a shit where it goes, but it's not gonna be me. Exactly. And it's not like a I don't know thieves auction or confusion in the ranks or warp world is fine. But what's what's another one that I really don't like? Uh, possibility storm. Yeah. Do I like that one? No. 
Is no. that the one where you... You no. play a thing and then you get a different thing uh, instead? You know what? I don't mind that card. Oh, wow. But Confusion in the Ranks, I don't like. I want everybody to remember that Ryan said that. I don't mind it just because I know that it has versatility. Um, there's a reason to put it in your deck other than just plain old stupid chaos. Nor in the weary, man. Nor Anyways. In the weary. <laughs> well, exactly. That's why it's in there. Yeah, that's why that, it's in there. That, yeah. That's a reason. You could play Knowledge Pool with your Possibility Storm and hardlock your opponents. That's a reason to play that card. Yeah. Zada gives you two casts on everything you cast. There's a reason, right? Like, yeah. So this, there's a reason. It's called Red Counterspell. Red Cancel. Yeah. Rancel. Rancel. I'm into it. Okay. I Next also, red card. I like Glimpse of Tomorrow. We just talked about Warp World. Or not Warp World. Yeah, Warp World. Yes. I always get Warp World and Chaos Warp mixed up now. Glimpse of Tomorrow is Warp World, but just for me. Which I think players will appreciate. So mm -hmm. it's no mana cost. Suspend three red red. Shuffle all permanents you own into your library. Then reveal that many cards from the top of your library. Put all non-aura permanents revealed this way onto the battlefield. Then you put all your auras onto the battlefield. Yeah. So you, it's it's kind of like it's Warp World, but just for you. Yeah. And yeah, I'm gonna play this in the same deck that I play Warp World in, and I'm just gonna. Use the same warp world win condition, but it's going to be a little bit tougher with this one. Yes. Because you see it coming, so you could nuke all my stuff, and it doesn't fuck with what everybody else is doing, which is why I like to play warp world, because I always come out ahead, and you might not. You might not, yeah. What's about harmonic prodigy? Human wizard, one, three for two, prowess, don't care. If an ability of a shaman or a wizard... You control triggers, it triggers an additional time. This is a card that I think is secretly good. Secretly good. Wizard tribal. Oh, my wizards are going to be so good. Sweet. Yes, that's true. Yes. But there's a lot of shamans in magic that you're going to just find that are going to be good. Yep. And I can't think of any off the top of my head because I didn't do a bunch uh, the, of research the, on it. The goblin, I... the goblin from Zendikar that blows up a land. Oh. Goblin rabble master? No, goblin. Crater maker. No. No. Goblin kicker, destroy target, non-basic land. That mother ass Ruin Blaster. Yes, that motherfucker's a shaman. There we go. Right? Archaeomancer. Get two things back. Yeah. Uh, are, am, am I thinking of the right one? Archaeomancer? Archaeomancer. Probably. Is that the is that the guy that the, the blue wizard that gets you an instant or sorcery back from your graveyard? Probably. Get get two extra turn spells back. Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> yes. Why the hell not? When we say wizard, ooh, relevant creature type. Well, this is why. Yeah. Because this kind of yeah. card exists. Here's a card that I like. Kaleida Scorch. Kaleida Scorch. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't necessarily love the card, but let me read it first. It's a sorcery for red one. Converge, meaning it does X damage to any target where X is the number of colors of mana spent to cast the spell and has flashback for five. So it can so do maximum do, two at first, yeah. then it can do maximum five next. Yes. I like that they brought Converge back because I, I like Converge as, an, as a mechanic. I like this alongside Tribal Flames, which yep. is domain... Deal damage equal to the number of basics you control. Yep. I like that with cost adders, like you might play in a control deck, you could pay an extra mana of a different color and get extra damage out of this. Yep. Up to a maximum of five, because there's only five colors. But other than that, I'm like, eh. It's, it's fine. I just That's like going to be a bomb-ass foil, though. Oh, that's going to be cool. tell you that much. Okay, next one. Spreading Insurrection is going directly into Krark. As a possible win condition, I'm pretty excited about that. Ah, why not just play regular Insurrection? Because this is more fun, and it's on theme. And I like Tavern Scoundrel as well. 
That's the card fl- or the coin flipper the, one. Get two treasure tokens. Yes, it's a coin flippy card, but I have lots of cards that or lots of decks that are red and care about tokens. Norn the Wary and Brutaclad both care about the tokens, yep. and it's kind of a neat way to maybe ramp in red. Yeah. So I'm 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 into that. And the very last one that I'd like to mention is Obsidian Charmaw. I think that is a cool card. It's a 4-4 for 5 that costs 1 less for each land your opponent's control that could produce colorless. It has flying. When it comes into play, you destroy target non-basic land an opponent controls. Yeah, that's a gooder. So it's a good way to get around all of these new these sweet lands that are getting printed. You can blow up their cradle. You can get their coffers. Well, you can't get... Oh, yeah, you can get cradle. Target... Uh, Non-basic land. Non-basic land. Oh, yeah, I yeah. thought it was a land that disc- destroyed colorless. No, but that's a different card. Yeah, so Obsidian Charma is just cool. I think it's a, a land destruction, not co- but... Ah, oh, this is fine. It's, it's good. F- it's five mana land destruction card with a relevant creature type. I think that that's fine. You I, play that card. Yeah, I think it's a cool card. Play the shit out of that card. Do we do it, Ryan? What do we do? Do we take the plunge? And and just do green cards? And just do talk about green cards? Okay, how about, how about Blessed uh, Respite? That's uh, a fog that I like for two mana. It fogs and shuffles your graveyard into your library. That's cool. Target player's graveyard. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Target player's graveyard. Oh, shit. So it's like, okay. In (laughs) response. I read it wrong. It's better now. Shuffle your graveyard in. Oh, yeah. Well, if you do that, I'm going to attack you. Go ahead. Uh, This this card's also a fog. Yeah, do it, homie. Yeah. yeah. Kiss my ass. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get you next turn. I haven't told somebody to kiss my ass in a long ass time, man. (laughs) Tell me. That's a good one. I like it. Oh, man. Okay, what of... Oh, here's an insect. Dusk Shell Crawler. You put this in your Grist deck. A 0-3 for green one. Enters the battlefield. Put a plus one on target creature. Oh, man, if it was one mana. If it was one mana. <laughs> Each creature you control with a plus one on it has Trampski. Cool. You put that in your plus one counter deck in green. You're going to get a foil of that. Oh, I bet I will. It's common. Yeah, I'll probably you get go. one of those there easy. We have Yawgmoth's Will in green. We'll just say that that's oh, there. Oh, yeah, but it's not. It's not it's, Yawgmoth's Will in green because you got to wait for it or you got to cascade it, into it, and either way, it's fucking worse. Yes. Yawgmoth's Will is one of the best cards of all time. Truth. Truth. Yeah. We have Ennoble Hierarch, which is just, if you're asking Brando, better Ennoble Hierarch. <laughs> Good-ass card. Brando's one funny card per set. I get one funny card per set. Is it Smell Fear? It's Jade Avenger. Oh. Because it's a ninja frog. <laughs> and that's just awesome. Yep, very much. Yeah. What of what do you, what's your take on Sanctum Weaver? And is part of your take should it have been white? Keeping in mind tap for mana isn't in white's color pie, if you believe in color pie at this point in your magic playing career. Which I don't. Okay. But I'm also not a should have been white guy. Uh, I, I mean, this is Whatever. This card makes sense to me. I think it's a super powerful card. Yeah, I think card. it's in a super powerful color to take advantage of it being a super powerful card. It's going to go in decks that include white because in all yep. likelihood it'll go in Enchantress decks alongside your like $300 Sarah Sanctum. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it is essentially Sarah Sanctum. A 0-2 for 2. Remember, um, remember Utopia Tree? Yeah. Fucking from Invasion. Well, yeah. this is that, yeah. except it's an enchantment itself, and it says add X mana of any one color where X is the number of enchanties you control. Cool. So baseline, you're going to get one mana of any color. Mm-hmm. And if you do anything else with enchantments, it's, you're making bank, right? It, it's a fine card. I don't think it's OP. I don't think it's ridiculous. I don't think there's anything wrong with it at all, and I think it's going to be an incredible foil. 
Yes. What about uh, Timeless Witness? I know people are really hard on this one and people really like it. I'm, I already have a whole bunch of eternal, eternal witnesses. I don't, I don't need timeless witness. Did you notice that both cards that were thrown back to that had eternal in their name now have timeless in their name and have in uh, eternalize? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, eternal dragon and eternal witness are now timeless dragon and timeless witness. Am, am I right? Timeless dragon. It's a oh, white neat. card. It's a white card. Let me just make sure I'm right before I say that on the internet. Yeah, Timeless Dragon. And they both have Eternalize, cool. which is a throwback to their old naming convention, which I think is cool. This gets a, it's an Eternal Witness for four, and you can Eternalize it, which is get a 4-4 four, four black version of it from your graveyard. Yeah. So it ETBs and gets you something else back for seven. Also, of, of we talked about this earlier, it's a Shaman. Hey. So if you play with that red Shaman creature from earlier, it'll trigger twice. Yeah, there it is. Now, this in Animar is the same as... Uh, is the same as Eternal Witness once you have cost reduction of two, but late game I can still pay seven. Cool. No cost reduction there, though, because it's an ability, not a, not a cast. Everybody knows about Tireless Provisioner, but we are going to mention it here because if you open one, for the love of goodness, keep it. Keep it in your home. Keep them in your life. You will want a Tireless Provisioner at some point in your Magic playing career. Yeah, and to hear more about it, you check out CCO's Top 5 in 5 this Friday. We just we just talked all about green cards, Ryan. Yeah, we Ooh. did. And there's an urban dagger tooth. It's a dinosaur. It's gonna go in zombie stompy Daryl Dino Tribal. Yeah, enrage proliferate. That's yeah. a good card. That's a that's a cool card. It deals. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh baby. Okay, Mul multicolored. Dakin's Shadow Slayer. You like that one? No, really. I actually don't. And I maybe it's just because I don't play Esper. Maybe it's because I don't really give a shit about Dakon Blackblade. Maybe because you don't care about Richard Kane Ferguson. His old stuff is way infinitely better than his new stuff. Yeah, I just, I I don't care. If you're excited about this card, I'm very happy for you. I'm, I'm going to read it. Do I'm going to read it because it. I'm thinking about it. Do it. He's on my brain. I got Dak on the brain. Sounds about right. Yeah. So he's white, blue, black. Legendary Planeswalker Dakin, zero loyalty. We're off to a great start. Yeah, we're off to a tremendous start. Enters the battlefield with a number of loyalty counters on him equal to the lands you control. Very on flavor for Dakon. Yep, yep. Harkens to Dakon's... Uh, Black, Dakon Blackblade. And Blackblade Reforged. Or, or the, yeah, and, the actual Blackblade or whatever. And Dakon Heir to Blackblade or the hell his name is. The yeah, so black one, yeah. he's big according to lands. We yes. got it. Three or maybe more, or maybe less if you ramp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, plus one to surveil two, which is fine. Sure. You put shit into your graveyard. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Minus three, exile a creature, which turn three for three, minus three, he dies, you kill a creature. Sure. Okay. That's Sorcery fine. speed removal. Minus six, you put an artifact card from your hand or graveyard onto the B. So if you surveilled an artifact because like you you topped it there or whatever, or you scroll racked it there, you just get it. Sure. Maybe on turn, I don't know, five. If you've got yeah. six land on turn five when you cast them and you just immediately minus six them. I think it's cool. Uh, you notice how on everything we said, ah, that's fine. That's fine. That's yeah, fine. well, just, we, we do say that lots as a joke. Yeah, it's a utility. I think it's a utility Planeswalker, which don't get me that excited. Me either. And... So it's it's a cool card, you know. It'll find its home in decks, but I'm not super pumped. Like, oh yeah, deck on black plate. 
that was me furiously whomping it under the desk. Yeah. I'm just not doing that. I'm thinking about it for five color lands. That's where I'm thinking about it. And I'm thinking about swapping out some of like maybe a land here or there for a couple artifact lands. Cool. Which you could get from your hand as an extra land or from your graveyard. Yeah. And it can get Crucible of Worlds. I don't know if it's good enough though. It's not as good as Lord Windgrace. I don't think it's as good as Renin Six, which I don't actually play in the deck. And if I'm not playing Renin Six, I don't want to play this. Yeah. Why well, play shitty Renin Six? But ah, maybe you're right. Let's talk about something you do like. Okay, what do I like? Ether Sworn Sphinx. You like Ether Sworn Sphinx. Ether Sworn Stinks. No, I guess you don't like it because you can't play it in your Cascade deck. I can't play it in my dang ass Cascade <laughs> deck. Oh man, why can't this just be any color other than white? <laughs> Man, Why can't I have nice things? Affinity for Artifacts, Flying 4-4, Cascade. And it costs nine. Yeah. Yo, I cool. do like the card. Stat line, good. Stat color, eh, not so Man, good. <laughs> <laughs> what, do we care about Gaedrone de Hilda? Dehidi, haha. Yeah, do we care? Or do we just jump right over her? Ah, uh, Corruption counters and all the abilities deal with corruption counters, which I like. Sure. Yeah. All right, cool. Goblin... I, I bet you we just oh we we just made Chris Von Doom so mad. Oh, yeah, Chris Von Doom is upset because we're us not now. even talking about the Grixis Planeswalker that yeah. does like something unique and interesting. Should we talk about it? Fuck him. No, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> I like it. Goblin. I can never say this word. Anarchomancer. Anarchomancer. Makes I your, like this card. Makes your green spells. Makes your red spells cost less. Yep. And it's a goblin. And and it, it's a shaman, which isn't important. But well, no, those creature types are both relevant. Yeah. And I like that this is a throwback to Goblin Electromancer, which is the it version that makes yeah. your instants and sorceries cost less. Yeah. So if you're ever like, oh, man, I wish there was a Goblin Electromancers for creatures. There is now. Sort of. Close enough. I think that this goes in decks where creatures just become less mana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this card. It's, it's a cost-reducing, like, mana dork. So you're going to get added value turn over turn out of it, which is important to recognize. Scrolling through the the, the multicolored cards, is there anything else? One, I've got one or two. I have one that I want to point out just for the art, because I love to critique art during set reviews, in Wave Sifter. I like that one. Because like he's a goldfish that's above the water. He's like, oh, I'm out of the water! I just like the look on his face because he's so surprised that he's out of the water. Yeah, we're gonna see we're gonna see Pokemon altars with that with Magic Carp. Yep, yep, yep. guaranteed. Here we are every Thursday on our Facebook. Oh, I'm page. not doing them. <laughs> I'm not fucking doing them. <laughs> I want to talk about Road to Ruin for all the casual Calamaxers out there. Road is an instant that searches for land and puts it onto the battlefield. Uh-huh. There uh-huh. aren't very many of those. There's Harrow. There's one other one that also costs three. There's like growth spiral, but that doesn't search for a land. You need to have it in your hand. There's road now. And also ruin, which is a sorcery that says you can only cast from your graveyard because it's got aftermath. Ruin deals damage to target creature equal to the number of lands you control. So it could be like a removal spell in a pinch. It's fine. It's fine. I'm already playing like the card that is road whatever that card is called mm-hmm. the original version of it search for a land at instant speed put into play tapped i'm already playing just that so this is like another one or a slight upgrade yeah with a it's got a another mode on it therefore it is slight Better. upgrade yeah, yeah there you go okay uh arties arties oh, i with, know which one that yeah, you want to talk uh, about one of my favorite cards in the whole set both for picture and what it does 
Academy manufacturer. I love the throwbackedness, the assembly worked workeredness. It is a three. I, I love it. Three drop one three. If you would create a clue, food, or treasure, you instead create one of each. And <laughs> I learned this on the internet. These things are exponential. Yes. So if you've got a bunch of them, if you have like one guy, you make one treasure, you get three things. But if you have two of them for each one of those three things, you make you make three more things. So for the second one, you make like nine things. And then if you have a bunch of, you have, if you have another one, it goes from like nine to whatever nine times three is of things. And if you have 81 of them, you're in the millions of things. Your boy Broody's going to play this, I, isn't he? Absolutely he is. I love this card. Turn all your seven dwarf tokens into food tokens and make 81 of them. Yeah. And then turn them back into seven dwarves. Yes. <laughs> and then you've got like a bunch of fucking hundred, hundred, seven yeah. dwarves. Right? Take a thousand. Exactly. Well, I'm, very cool. I very much like that card a lot. Very cool. Cool. A lot, a lot. I'm trying to decide if I play Dermotaxi and Calamax. 100% you do. Do I? Yes. Okay, this is a zero, 0 for 2 vehicle. It's got imprint, though, and it doesn't have, like, crew, it, which is why it's cool. Okay, so yeah. it enters the battlefield. You exile a creature from your graveyard. I'm not playing very many creatures in that deck. That's why I'm concerned. Oh, okay. Well. Okay, but hear me out. You exile that creature. It's imprinted on Dermotaxi. You've taxidermized the dead creature right which is the flavor which is funny okay now we're gonna slap some wheels on it yeah and a helmet yeah just so its skull doesn't break when i fucking ram it into you that's because right. what you do is tap two untapped creatures you control that's kind of like crewing that is crewing that's kind of crewing. That's what crewing is until end of turn dermotaxi becomes a copy of the imprinted card except it's a vehicle artifact in addition to its other types so you just like get it. something big i like it a lot i think it's cool Hell, if you had this in your hand, you could just let Calamax die, Calamax die and then just put him on the Dermotax yes, and zone him. You, you exile him, and then when he changes zones, you zone him, so you could cast him again if you wanted. Yeah. And then you attack with your Dermotaxi. That's your tapped Calamax to copy spells. That's not a terrible play. I did think of that. It's cool, man. But other than that, there's limited use. Yes. I just It's just cool. Yeah. Okay, man. No. I'm telling you. There's so many cool but throwback artifacts. Here's in. I think that... I don't know if people are people are sleeping on this, but I think that liquid metal torque is a cool card. Don't we already have liquid metal coating that's better? But this one taps for mana. Oh, you're not wrong. This it's one's, a two drop mana rock, yeah, man. A, we could be like just like Josh LeCroy. Right? It's a two drop mana rock, so it's it's kinda neat. And then it turns target non-land permanent into an artifact. So you can, if you're playing red or green, you now have more options to remove things. Ooh. So it, it makes your Vandal Blast better. It makes your Crosian Grip better. Yeah. And, and it's a mana rock that you'd probably already play anyway. Exactly. It's okay. not It's not like a, it's not a dead card, but like Liquid Metal Coating, you've got to have some planning ahead for that. Yeah. Whereas this one... I just want something that... I just need a mana rock. The, the difference is liquid one. metal coating can turn a land into an artifact, yeah. and then you can, like, Vandal Blast and get a land. Yeah. Or, or what have you. Sure. Yeah. But I think that's a, I think that's a neat card. I think that we're going to see some utility plays out of that one. That here's here's another one. Ornithopter of Paradise. Two-drop mana rock that gives you any color. Any color. It needs... It, it doesn't have haste. It's a creature, and it'll die. But it's a mana dork. It's two drops. It gives you any color. That, that'll be a card that sees play. Ryan? Yes. Why isn't this ornithopter 
in paradise. <laughs> and he's like on a beach or flying <laughs> above the ocean. in paradise. He's just like sipping a fucking coconut margarita out of a cracked and half coconut. How amazing would beach. that be? This is already an unset. Palm Why didn't trees, they do that? Hammock. Ornithopter <laughs> in paradise. Yeah. That is going to be an uncard. Yes. Trademark patent pending. Yes. Bills in the mail. Fantastic. Okay. We've got two cards here. Okay. Both of which I want to pick your brain on, and you know exactly the fucking two. Okay. Soul Talisman. This is slow ring. Yes. T- tell me. Tell me. Is it good? No. Not even on turn one? No. No? No. Are, is your, it's not even good on turn one biased by the fact that it's really bad on turn 10? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So not worth the deck building um, no. chance? No. No? No. None? No. I will not play this card in any deck. This is suspend three for one mana on turn three, let's say, turn four, whatever. Taps to add colorless, colorless. You get a Sol Ring. You want to play this? No. You play Mox Tantalite? No. Not in any deck? No. I don't think I do either. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. There you have it, no. people. I don't like it. I, I think people are going to play this card. I think they are too. And I think that they're going to then cut it for something else. They're going to cut it for Liquid Metal Torque. Maybe. Because... Or, or or Ornithopter in Paradise. Yes. <laughs> or a Sol Ring. If you, if you slow ring turn one or Ornithopter of Paradise turn two, right on curve, you can start tapping your Ornithopter on turn three for mana, but you don't get your slow ring until turn four, where it gives you two, at which time it's already caught up to your Ornithopter in Paradise as soon as you get it. But... If you get your slow ring later than turn one, it takes it sucks. longer. It sucks even more. It sucks as the game goes on. I think it, jury's. I think I think over time, I think foils of that card will start to get expensive. Oh yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like an extra soul ring. So I, sure. I think you, you get one and you just keep it. In, yeah. In if you have a place for it, then you don't need to go out and buy it if you need a foil. Yeah. Okay. But no. Peep this. Hit me with it. Peep it. Hit me. Fucking scion of Draco. Scion of go fuck yourself, Ryan. This whole card, this card can eat my whole ass. My whole ass. Like a sandwich. Yes. They can put two pieces of bread on the side of my hips and just eat my ass. Scion of Draco. 12 drop. 4-4. Four, four. Fuck. So we're starting off in a pretty good place. <laughs> Artifact creature dragon. It's getting better. It's got a relevant type. Sure. Domain. Okay, I like this domain. costs two less to cast for each basic land type among lands you control, a la Draco. Yeah, right? yeah. Or, um, don't, what's the what's the other one that has that? I don't care. Dramadon? Drama? Uh, whatever. Yeah. Stratodon? Whatever. Don't care. Flying? Yep. Okay, so if you've got five lands, which you will in your Ur-Dragon deck or whatever, it costs two for a 4-4 four, four flyer. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Not too bad. Then, each creature you control has Vig... If it's white, hexproof if it's blue, lifelink if it's black, first strike if it's red, trample if it's green. So your Ur Dragon gets really, really good. <laughs> oh man. And your Draco still sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just wanted to troll you. Yeah, a little fuck bit. that card, man. Okay, give us your next card. What's what's the last artifact you want to talk about? Because we uh, we covered Void Mirror back when we were talking about uh, the black. <laughs> The black land killing spell? Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about Sword of Hearth and Home, do you think? Uh, it's think one of the most expensive cards in the set. Th- it's another sword. I like the swords. It's good. It's another sword of the animist. 
right? Because yeah. it, it like it gets you a land. Yeah. And it blinks a guy, which is good. It can be very relevant. Of course, if you blink the guy that the sword is attached to, does the sword fall off of him? Very much so. Okay. No. So that, that, that's a thing. But I'm still waiting for that sword of gruel. And I'm yeah. excited for when we'll, that we'll happens. Get we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll we, the, uh, the statistics show that we'll get there. <laughs> we don't know when. <laughs> but it'll, but, it'll uh, happen. In all honesty, though, real quick, all honesty, okay. anybody who's butthurt about Voidmere because you play a colorless deck, there are lands that produce generic. There are lands that produce colors that you can play in your colorless decks. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you need to. There's There's one of them in this set that's brand new. There it is. And there's there's lots of options to make colorless land. And if you're like, well, I don't want to cut five lands out of my deck to plan for one card, well, then you shouldn't be worried about that one card. Yeah. Because I'm never going to search for a Void Mirror. Oh, dude, there's gonna, this card is going to see so little play in casual and even up to the very, very edge of... And even, even edging into CEDH, this card won't even see a lot of play. It's a very meta card. If you have a meta in your local meta that plays lots of free shit all the time and it's just pissing you off, that's when you play Void Mirror. Nobody's going to just jam it to stop your... What is it? The whatever. Whatever card. Deflecting is. SWAT. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. Lands. Fetch lands are back. Celebrate. Rejoice. Artifact lands are back for people who care about those things. They come into play tapped, which is fine. They're indestructible, which, which is, is eh, fine. Which it's is a, cool. It's a bonus, yeah. They get around your land destruction dot deck, I guess. And <laughs> and they get around like Vandal Blast because I have an artifact land, which I think is important. Yes, me. and they, they tap for two colors now. Yeah, pew, pew. There all, it is. All yeah. ten of them very neat. Power Ooh. power depot modular on a land. Huh? Cool. If you haven't like that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. What a guy, hey. What, what a, a fucking what guy. What a noob. All right, well... Yavamaya was the land we were talking about. Turns all lands into forests. You can play that in your colorless deck. Now you're playing a green hey, deck. Hey, there you go. Yeah, right? hey, it, that's a good idea. There's it, no color identity on it. That's right. That That's a card. I think you get those. If you get one of those, you hold on to it because yes. that's not just a card that gets reprinted. Like, think of how often Urborg Tune to Yawgmoth gets reprinted. Yeah. Not very. Not very often. Right? And uh, that's a good-ass card right there. Real quick while we're on lands. Yep. The fetch lands. Yep. There's a bunch of different treatments. Pretty good. Which one is your favorite one? The one that I get in my pack <laughs> for less money than it used to be worth. <laughs> so you don't care? You don't have a particular thought? Like, for me, I think that the new arts on the new Fetchlands, and I'm going to get burned alive for this at the stake, I don't think they look very good in the old border. No? I don't. I, I don't you, like You old... mean like Scalding Tarn, Misty Rainforest, the lands that we have here. Yep. The Zendikar OGs yep. that now have old border art. Yep. I don't like them as much in the old border. I don't think that they look as nice in old border. And I don't know why. That's just an aesthetic preference for me. But I do really like the extended border ones. Sometimes the modern art doesn't feel yeah. as right. It pops a little too much for me. Oh, yeah? It just... I, and again, that's just... I think that's just me. But I think they pop just a little bit too much for the old frame for me. I think the Arid Mesa and the Marsh Flats look really good. The Misty Rainforest, which is obviously a digital piece, is a little too poppy, right? It looks a little bit too wet because it's digitally done with really high highlights. And then you put a foiling process that covers the art, not like the old, old, like Onslaught ones. Right. You're you're making it look a little too wet is the term I would use for really 
high gloss on top of a really highlighted piece. Yeah. So I understand that. Yeah, scalding tarn I think would look good again because it's darker, a little bit flatter. I yeah. think that they would look fine. I am you. I don't know if this is something that I would get destroyed for. Maybe just by you. I don't <laughs> think that I own not one single foil fetch land, and partly just because they're really expensive. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. If you, if I don't open them, with the exception of one, I've only ever traded for them or opened them when I have foil ones. Yeah, and I've had showcase ones in the past that I've traded away, just because they were worth so much money, and I got so much more equity like liquid cards because I had one expensive card, right? Yeah. And that's something that I advocate for all the time. Yep. Even if you trade as part of that trade, you get a regular version of your expensive card back. Like if I opened a showcase fucking foil old art scalding tarn and it's worth like $200 or whatever it is, I'd put a scalding tarn in the trade that comes back to me plus, you know, $150 worth of other stuff. Yeah, that's like a stuff. whole deck. That's a whole deck. Yeah, right? So... I, I love that these are back. It's great. Uh, do we need to talk about Urza Saga? I think it's an ultra-powerful card. Put it in your decks if you have it, if you get it. Yeah. Play it. People right? like that one. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's it's a good card. Reprints. What do you think? There's some good ones. What do you like? What do you like? Solitary Confinement in my uh, Enchantress deck. Cool. It's a Masks card. Or it's a Masks block card. I think yeah. it was originally from Nemesis. It's neat. I don't know if you care, but... <laughs> <laughs> I do care because it is from a block that I like. I like Greed. I like Goblin Bombardment. I like Gorilla Shaman a lot. I like Imperial Recruiter. Oh, baby, yeah. I'm glad that it's been sticking around for, for a little bit. I like to see Titania. I'm excited to see her. Got to get your Imperial Recruiter and your Petitioners deck, folks. Anybody's playing Petitioners, they're both advisors. It's an advisor. You can search for one, and then you can use them to tap to mill. That's a good-ass card. I like to see Marari's Wake Back. That's a great casual card that yep. just costs too dang much money. I'm super pissed off that Fire and Ice and Shartless Agent are both rares now. Well, drink if you open them, I guess. Upshifted to rare. I guess so. Oh, I'm... you got to drink two for Fire and Ice because there are two <laughs> cards there. <laughs> I'm glad to see Cursed Totem come back. That was expensive, yep. yep. Uh, Cabal Sterling Grove. Yep. Now foils of that one aren't going to be a hundred dollars. Thank goodness. And of course, it's got our boy Seb. Oh yeah. Congratulations on Seb for turning the trees into weird, creepy hands. I like that. Yep. Zuran Orb is back. Riptide Lab yep. is back. Foils of that won't be a hundred dollars. And here's a here, maybe this is a reprint that not a lot of people you, see it, coming. We, you mentioned you mentioned Cabal Coffers, right? Because yep. yep. that was a hundred dollars for not foil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that's back, everybody. Sick. Get those. At Mythic. We got the Lightning Planes. Yep, that is people's... People uh, love that Planes for good reason. I'm excited to see that. Get a print. That is the Eric Peterson originally done in Odyssey Planes with the like Lion King tree with that person standing beside it and the cumulonimbus cloud that's raining and lightning. That looks like a prairie storm. Fuck, that could be my backyard. Yeah. That's an, that's an amazing art on a card. I'm really happy to see it. Also, Palm Tree Island gets a reprint. So those are, I think those actually might be my two most excited for reprints. Yeah, which Palm, is... Palm Tree Island, originally from Mirage. Yep. Yeah. Who who did that one? Douglas Schuler, I think, right? Yep. yep. Douglas Schuler. that's a good-ass one, an uh, iconic artist there, old school, all the way back yep. to, uh, did he do, I think he did, did Douglas Schuler do Demonic Tutor, same guy? Maybe. I think so. Yeah, you're asking the wrong guy, man. Sure. Well, there's a Masks Mountain that's being reprinted. There's, Sick. There's uh, Onslaught Forest for our boy Aiden. Right? Oh, yeah, not yeah. old border, not old border, but still, it's uh, <laughs> but it's still there. Now, the difference for anybody who doesn't know between 
borderless and what did, what did you call it? Borderless and showcase? Not showcase. Borderless and extended art. Oh, yeah. Borderless is a piece of art that has never had a border. They are new arts that and, are different than what you're going to find on the regular card. And these are the ones with like the darker text boxes. Yeah. Right? This is, this is, Cabal Coffers got this treatment. It's like the really dark coffer. Ragavan, Thrasta, Imperial Recruiter. These are the... These are the money cards. These are cool as shit. Solitude, subtlety, fury, endurance, and grief got this treatment, yeah. right? So and the sword. It's yep. very yep. cool. And then borderless. Versus borderless. Versus borderless, which is the art you're gonna see on the regular card, just without a border on it. Extended to the edges of the card. Yeah. Like I do every Thursday on our our Facebook page. Correct. Yeah, except exactly. those ones are hand, hand done. Yes. <laughs> and take me lots of hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's the difference. I think the foil alternate art borderless cards are going to be the most expensive cards in the set. I agree. Except for the old frame cards, the like yeah. the OG frame cards like we got in Time Spiral Remastered. Yeah, we might see uh because those ones only come in foil. Yeah. No complaints on your end, I assume. Nope. Lots of people aren't a fan because they might curl. Yeah. Lots of people aren't fans because they don't like foils to make their decks as cohesive as possible. Lots of vintage, legacy, modern players don't like foils because some of them curl, some of them don't. So your deck is marked. And there is a, a, a school of thought that I am well aware of where in a vintage or a legacy tournament, competitive setting, you want to give away as little information as possible. So if you have one foil of something and three regular ones... Yep bunch of different languages of a certain card it gives your opponent information so that's a thing too yes yes so these ones only come in foil and there's cards uh, like if you want an old border uh, does grief come in old border i don't know whatever you want an old border whatever it's going to be foil and if it th if that's what matches your merfolk deck then you're kind of sol right so people yeah. don't like that uh, that's not me or you to tell you what you like or yeah, not. That, but that's all aesthetics. Just know that you won't be able to find like a Gaia's Will, Old Border, non-foil. Yeah, there's like foil and then etched foil. And I don't know what the fuck. Think a fucking etched foil in this, man. Etched of course. sucks. I hate etched foils as well. And I don't know, maybe the etched foiling will be so limited, just like on the Japanese alt arts from Suckhaven, that maybe you won't even notice that your card's foil but your card will probably be foil if it's if it's old bordered dude you know what i'm looking at some of these old border artifacts some of the old border artifacts and they have iconic iconic magic artists drew tucker he illustrated like back alpha beta unlimited like the dark fallen empires howard lion he he actually did Lion's Eye Diamond. Oh, I was going to say. Or Diamond. Sorry, he did Diane Lyman. He didn't do Lion's Eye he Diamond. He did Diane Lyman? Diane Lyman. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Snotty. He did. Snotty. He did Volcanic Island. That's how old this is. He Dang. did Liquid Metal Torque in this set now, right? Sick. Yeah. That, the sky in Ornithopter in Paradise on the old border looks like a fucking Michelangelo mother ass renaissance painting he doesn't have a goddamn umbrella drink though so i'm still no a little bit upset about no that. and he's not naked enough to be in in the sistine chapel <laughs> <laughs> but uh love those old borders 
I think w- we can still gush about them. They're new enough, right? Yeah. And most of them do look really good. Y- yes. And the fetch lands, all of them except for Misty Rainforest, do look pretty good. D- I, yeah. Again, it's an aesthetic thing. Oh, yeah. And you really. open them, you'll be pumped. Oh, yeah. If I open these, I'm going to be very excited. I think, I, you know what? I think that's a final thought of the day or moving into. If you but, open these old border foils and you want to if you want to play them be excited because you have expensive cardboard yeah. if you want to trade them in and pay your box off yeah. be excited because you got some expensive fuck cardboard. yeah man yeah dude you will make bank if you open up two, t- what do you think two old border fetch lands in foil pay, pay for your collector box would almost uh, yeah, almost if you almost. if you take store credit yes because you always get more for store credit man yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but we'll see how that goes when we when we open our boxes. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'll be next Saturday. You'll be able to see me just get ruined. Very. If you're excellent. interested. In I hope I hope the post office has mine that came from Fusion, courtesy of CCO Fusion Five promo code five percent off. Head there. Let them know that their partnership with CCO is a good one. Links to the, the to Fusion along with all of our social media. Brando does stuff. Commander Ad Populum. Those are our solo channels. All in the show notes. Everywhere you find the show. Final thought of the day. Final thought of Modern Horizons 2. I can't even say that because tune into the top five and five, right? Yeah, Modern Horizons 2 is a great set. Yes, it's meme Yes, it leans into a bunch of Inzy jokes. But at the end of the day, the set is cool and fun and has something for everyone. It's good for singles. I think it's going to be fun to open if you are in a position where you can be opening this set. So... Please do let us know what you get. Let us know what you're excited about. Were there any sweet cards that we missed? Let us know down in the comments. Big thanks to Business Daddy's Fusion Gaming. Big thanks to all of you guys for having us in your ear holes and your eye holes. And remember to get your decks sent in to commandercookout at gmail.com as we restart the arc of the art of deck building on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! 